Heyo, what's up? It's Grasshopper Hippie here, and this is my second podcast. It's been a minute, but that's what it takes for art to be made. It takes a minute. It takes time. It takes sitting in your thoughts, thinking about what you want to share. And to be honest, I don't really know what I'm going to talk to you about. But I had a pretty powerful weekend. I went to my grandfather's funeral. And I didn't think that it was going to be an emotional weekend for me. But I ended up sobbing a lot at the funeral. It was a very healing weekend for me. Because I've realized that... Even if I focus on things in my life that I don't have, if I'm in this scarcity mindset, which I often find myself to be, especially when it comes to men and relationships, I want to be in love so badly. Valentine's Day was this past week. It was Valentine's weekend. I saw some 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 people that I cared about deeply and it made me realize how thankful that I am to have such an amazing family first of all and I really just want to find this one special person to be in my life but I realized I already have everything that I need. And looking for this perfect relationship that I have in my head isn't going to bring me anything more than I already have. Yes, I'll have somebody to be there to tell me and make me feel things maybe that I don't already feel myself. But why not? Why can I not feel those things for myself? It's hard growing up this day and age and being an independent woman, self-sufficient, But still feeling like I need something in my life to complete me, to feel love. That's what people say, that you find somebody who to love you and to love. But I already have all of those things and being loved in such a sweet and innocent way, in such a way that you find that within your family, I think is so refreshing. And so I've decided to mm, permanently move on from seeking out these relationships that really don't bring me anything but feeling like I want more 
more and more and more. That's the scarcity mindset that I'm talking about. So I was in the car for six hours this weekend and I was listening to this podcast by Brene Brown. She was talking about this mindset. She's a very, very wise woman. If you've never listened to her talk or read any of her books and you're interested about this, I strongly suggest looking her up and um, falling in love with this woman like I did. I think that It's so important for us to fall completely in love with our ourselves and fall in love with our life that we already have. And from there, you will be rewarded and feel this deep satisfaction and appreciation for everything that you have in your life. I've done a lot of research the past couple of years on manifesting things into your reality um, basically because I moved to a new city and I had to start completely from scratch. I was dirt broke and I had a lot of debt. I had no friends. I had two sisters in the city and one other family member, but two of those have already moved away. And from then I've created a whole circle of friends and I've created a idea of a career and this idea of a purpose that I want to leave here on this earth. I want to fulfill people and I want to leave people with these things that I've learned because quite honestly, I've spent a lot of time alone by myself and I've also learned about the power of vulnerability. And I think that this is a huge issue because many of us think that we are being vulnerable in our lives, but really we're just oversharing what we're comfortable with. And I think what it truly means to be vulnerable with ourselves and with others in our life means that you make yourself completely uncomfortable and you share things with with people share things that hurt you to release in a way you share things that completely destroys your ego um i learned about this actually through one of my relationships that I had with a man and we had kind of broken off because we both let our ego get in the way and we ended up hurting each other deeply and our relationship has suffered from that for months and months close to a whole year and this was burdening me this guilt that I had about something that I did months and months ago 
And for some reason, it just felt so hard to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for letting my ego get in the way and opening up and being vulnerable. But I was trying to protect myself. And opening up, telling people why it's so hard for you to be vulnerable and maybe not spilling all the beans, you know, like being like, well, this is why this person, they hurt me and it's hard for me to be vulnerable. I don't think that is what it truly means to be vulnerable, but I think, you know, showing, it's it's opening up your wounds and letting people know you do have this soft, sensitive side to you. I think in our culture, there's such an emphasis on being self-sufficient and tough and not showing a side to other people that they may think is weak. Instead, laying all these burdens on them, be like, this is why I'm broken. I'm sorry if I end up hurting you, but I'm already a broken being. Yes, that may be what some people think vulnerability is, but I think what vulnerability really is, is it's showing yourself completely naked, not in a literal way, but, you know, showing your true self to other people and not trying to cover up these scars that you have, but maybe telling the story about these scars in themselves. And I think it's one of the hardest things to do with our relationships with other people, even our friendships. It's so hard to come to the people that we love and tell them, I'm sorry I screwed up. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I was struggling from this issue that was a deep-rooted problem months and months ago, but it was still bothering me. You know, telling those to the people that we love, telling those problems, that's being vulnerable. Or calling your loved ones after somebody passed away, not even knowing what to say, but saying, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this, but I'm here for you, and showing empathy with the person. You know, putting yourself in their shoes, feeling what they're feeling, and telling them, I understand how you feel. I've been there. And not always putting your voice into their head, telling them what you think they should do based on your own experience, but just being with them and feeling what they feel, feel their grief, feel their hurt, feeling their sadness. I mean, that's what family is. And I don't think family always has to be a biological definition, but family is the people in our lives that we're able to be vulnerable with and people that we're able to mourn with and talk about our problems with. And when these people come back and say, yeah, I know this is a problem for you. This is how I solved it. That's that's one step towards being closer with people because you're being open and sharing things. But 
I think there's a difference from feeling sympathetic towards people, saying, this is what I did when I was in this situation, versus being empathetic, which is, I know how you feel. I know what it like what it's like to feel this darkness and void let me be here for you to comfort you and to tell you that you're not alone i think that's such a strong response and being vulnerable is often connotated with stop being weak stop crying here's your tissue get over it everything will be okay. And I'm not blaming you because I know that everybody does this. But I think it's important to point out that we all struggle, we all mess up, and we can't do life alone. The past couple of months I've really been trying to practice loving people without conditions I have people in my life currently who have hurt me who've hurt me for reasons that I don't understand and it's hard to see these people and or even to not see these people, to see them not showing up in your life in the way that you wish they would, but to still love them regardless. I think that's the strongest thing that we can do as humans because we are all of the same kind and I think innately we all struggle with the same things. But think about it. When you have messed up when you haven't shown up to be the best person that you can be but somebody still loves you regardless and still loves you unconditionally that's such a powerful part of who we are as humans because i think it shows us our ability to forgive people Now this goes into a whole another conversation about talking about boundaries. Which I won't get into now, but I think when we first invite people into our lives, there's a huge decision that we have to make. You know, we get a our, we have an intuition about who this person will be and how much drama and what how much trouble they could bring into our life, but the first things that we see are normally how sweet the things that they will bring into our lives are. You know, they're such a loving, fun, caring, happy, passionate person. Those are the things most people exhibit when we first meet somebody new. But they'll often show themselves to you within the first time of ever meeting somebody. Or at least the first couple of times. And I think by the third time that you meet somebody new, you'll make a decision, all right, am I going to invite them into my life? And from there, I think that 
you make a commitment to the people that are in your life. You make a commitment to love these people unconditionally. And hell yeah, it does take a lot of faith that these these people that they need to love, they are just like us. They screw up and I think the best thing that we can do is show these people love. Man, Valentine's Day week, it brings out so many emotions. But I just wanted to share what I've realized this week. And I think another thing, good thing about making podcasts is it can be something that I come back to and listen to. And, you know, maybe I'm struggling with my own things. It's good to come back and listen to these ideas and thoughts that I had at one point. I think everybody should be making content like this. (laughs) But it takes a lot of vulnerability to share things with the world that um, I think even just releasing your own thoughts inside of your head, it takes a lot of vulnerability. Because you're exposing what it is to be human. And I think for so long we've been trying to show others what it's like to be human with this idea of what it is to be human based on what we see by other humans. But how can we truly trust that what they're doing is authentically human? It's so important to live our authentic lives because what else do we have to base our life off of if it isn't from our own spirituality? We're in such a deep transformative time right now where I think it's critical for us to transform our human existence into authentic beings. There's so much filtration and replication existing in our society right now. living our lives in a way that we think that we should be living them. But we're all thinking way too much instead of truly living. For all we know, we have our one life on this earth as our conscious beings. You know, we wake up every day in the same bodies. We don't know what's going to happen after these bodies die. Nobody knows. You can make a best guess, but every single day you're going to wake up and be the same person. And you get to make choices of what you want your life to look like and what you want to act like. Who you want to become. But what's the point if it's not coming from your soul? 
if you're not sharing your soul experiences with those that you love. I encourage all of you to really be creative because creativity is such a superpower. It's such a great tool to spirituality and living life with a bigger heart and understanding this power source that's inside of us. It's a power to create and we create every day. We really do. We we create our life. We create our day. We create work and we create our purpose. And the amazing thing about being human is that we have the choice and the cognitive thought to make decisions, rational, data-driven decisions. We have the power to research and to ask questions and to challenge. So what is our purpose here if we're not living that out? Is it our purpose to enjoy life each day? Yes, I think it is. And I encourage you to research that in yourself. What does it mean to enjoy each day? What does it mean to live an authentic life? What does it mean to love my people? It means to give up your ego. It means to trust your people in your life. It means to take off your own mask when somebody else is completely naked and they're crying and they're hurt. It means to take off your mask and get real with them, to feel what they're feeling, to tell them you're not alone struggling here. This is such a hard time for so many of us. So many people feel lonely, worried that things aren't going to be okay, that things won't turn out the way that we want them to. But I believe that everything is going to turn out exactly the way that we want because our heart ends up aligning with our desires and yeah they may not turn out exactly the way that you pictured it but we still get everything that we want everything that we work towards we get that when we live a life live through love So I encourage you to create something, whatever that means to you. Create something in a relationship. 
create something authentic to be your genuine self. I love you. Goodbye.